Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You may not believe this, but many people that don't become successful actually prefer to be that way. Seriously, they are scared of success and they actually self-sabotage to stop themselves from achieving it. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about why that is. We're going to give you some tactics on what you can do if you're someone in that same boat. I'm also going to share a few uh, hilarious and maybe partially illegal story about some stuff I did when I was on my path to success. I can't believe Hans would say something so stupid. Like, is that, like, like why do people say stupid stuff like that? <laughs> like, I'm, like, like, that stuff, like, causes my computer brain to malfunction. It's like, it, it's like, it doesn't, I'm like, how can you be so dumb? Like, what, like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I tell you what, some, some people are, are, are wired for self-sabotage, though. Like, You'll hear Jason Greystone say this a lot. A lot of people are afraid of success because success comes with a lot of pressure. So they will sabotage themselves whenever, you be, whenever they get successful. I had a, a friend of mine my, who I thought was going to be my trading partner, phenomenal stock trader now, um, but struggled a lot when we first started learning Forex um, because he didn't want to be successful, right? He, would, he was a system developer and he would develop these systems that have, they're like 70% correct. And then he would he would self sabotage, and back then I thought it was just like because you know he always say well, I want a little bit of a higher win percentage. I thought it was just that like he was shooting for perfection. In hindsight, I, I think he was just afraid of being successful. Like we we grew up where, um, and, and you guys kind of see this with me already because I'm I'm an Everton fan. Um, we we grew up the underdogs, right? So we we grew up in a place where we're not supposed to get out of this place. Like we're supposed to be dead, we're supposed to be in jail, like we're not supposed to survive and become successful, right? That's the environment that we grew up. So we're born with this underdog mentality of like, you've got to fight to earn any bit of success and, and you've always got to kind of go for it, go for it, go for it. Um, and, and, and you're you're driven by that, right? It's, 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 it's fear driven at first because you don't want to die or go to jail, obviously, but it becomes motivation where it's like, your your success is that carrot in front of you and it keeps you going what's very hard is that once you achieve success for for many people the carrot's gone right let me know if that makes sense like once you achieve success su success would be you grabbing that carrot and the super successful people, what they do is they create a new carrot, right? There's always a, a new carrot that there's something else that appears that keeps them motivated. But for some people, once that carrot's gone, then what's left? What do you do? Like once you've achieved your ultimate goal, now what? I remember Jason Stapleton talking to me about this before. We were talking about, um, about money buying happiness, right? And how once you 
reach a certain income level, right? Once you once you get enough money that you can cover all of your basic needs, you're not struggling, you can basically live on your own terms, essentially, right? It, the more money stops making you more happy. And I don't know what those numbers are now, but a long time ago, it used to be like in the US, 70,000. And once you make over 70,000, all your basic needs are fulfilled. So like the difference between making 30,000 a year and 70,000 is massive, right? You're going from like struggling and cheese sandwiches every night to, hey, I can actually buy fresh vegetables at the grocery store. There's a, a massive difference in happiness and 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 and, and in life between those numbers, but the difference between 70,000 and 100,000 starts to decrease, right? And he told me that the super successful people out there, they're driven by the game. It's not the fact, it's not how much money they're making, but it's the game of, I made more. Even if it's $1 more, I made more, right? It's, it's It's that competition of, I just have to do better. Like it doesn't actually matter what better is. I just have to do better. I have to improve off of what I did previously, right? Kaizen philosophy, 1% change, right? And, and they're driven by that. And that's what keeps them motivated. But not everyone's like that. If someone's got this hard set goal of like, hey, I've got to make $100,000 or I got to take my business from this to this. And once they do it, if there's nothing left, they don't know what to do. So you will see people, seriously, you will see people sabotage themselves once they become, from being successful so that they can keep that motivational carrot out there. You guys have any friends or family members like that or is that you? It, it, it's, it's weird, but it's so true. People will stop themselves from being successful because they don't know what's next. They don't know how to operate once they become successful because it is a different type of pressure. It is, it is a whole different type of pressure to stay successful. And it, it's for some people, it's very hard to find that motivation to keep going. So my friend was like that in, in, in hindsight. I, I thought he was just off shooting for perfection, but he was afraid. He was afraid to become successful because I don't think he knew what to do after that. Now, again, for me, it was pretty easy. Again, I, I, I go back to everything is, is in sports, right? I don't care how successful you are in sports, right? There is always someone on the bench and you look at them and they're trying to take your spot. So that's why I'm always motivated. I'm, I'm, I, I can have the best game, right? I was a record-breaking receiver and I would look on the bench and I'd see some dude that's working hard. I'm like, oh, no, not, not, not today. Like, you're not, you're not today. Because I had my spot taken before. I got, I got hurt before and I went, I went all the way down the depth chart. And started riding the bench all because I missed one week of practice. One week of practice and four people took my spot. Happens that quick. Happens that quick. Or said it's really bugging me. Here. Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't understand stupid people. Like I don't understand, not stupid people, I shouldn't say that. I don't understand stupid questions. Like I don't, like certain stuff with me doesn't like compute. Like it, it's, something, it's like stuff like there's... Some stuff out there just bothers me because I don't I, I don't understand it. And like people sabotaging themselves from being successful. Like I don't understand that. Like, oh, I'm doing good. I should stop. Or like uh, one last rant before you get back down to the charts. There was a guy out there before this bothered me for a while. He, he gave me the, the, the comment. I think I asked the question. I'm like, hey, if you if you happen to win the lottery and got this much money, like, you know, what would you do with your life? And the guy was like, well, if I won, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't accept the winnings because I didn't earn it. 
And like, I malfunctioned. I had to call IT to come and reset me, right? He said, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't accept the money because you know what to kill? I didn't earn it and I only accept money I earn. I'm like, that's the, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Aside from the dumbest thing I heard today, that was the previous dumbest thing. And I was trying to explain to this dude, I'm like, okay, look, I get it, right? I'm all about earning money. Like, I'm not big on like charity. Like, I'm not giving charity, but like if someone's like, hey, Akil, like, you know, I feel bad for you. Here's 20 bucks. Like, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm a proud person. I understand proud people. Like, I don't want to, we don't want to be treated like a charity. I get that. But I'm trying to tell the dude, the lottery is different than the charity. And I'm like, dude, like, you don't have to, you don't have to, you, like, donate it. I'm like, there's so many char charities out there. There's so many people in need, right? There's, there's countries that are starving, right? I understand you don't want the money, and that's cool, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not even against you on that part. You know, I would, God, I'd keep a little. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'd keep a little. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna give it all away. I'd keep a fair bit, me personally, but I get it, right? But donate it to someone. You can still do good with it. And I know my mindset is that when it comes to money, like the, the, the talk going back to the motivational thing we, we talked about before, right? Something that motivates me as far as continuing to be successful is that there's always someone to help. So the more money that I make for myself, the more we can help other people. And that's important to me. It's not, it doesn't have to be important to you. Um, you can do whatever you want with it, but something that's important to me is helping others. So the more money that I make, I can still get happiness from that because now I can help others and that makes me happy. So if you win the lottery, do that. But uh, yeah, like, so that was, I think that ranks number two. That still may be number one in the dumbest things I've ever heard. Hans' statement may be number two, but that bothered me for a while. Or see, I, I was, I was, I started complaining to my wife. I'm like, I don't, like, I, I, like, I just don't understand it. On like, a, she's like, everyone's different. I'm like, no, dumb is dumb. That's just dumb. There's no different in that. It's just dumb. I, I didn't, I still don't get it to this day. But that now, yeah, so that, that's going to keep me up as well. <laughs> that, yeah, he, uh, ah, man. Or says that he wouldn't accept any inherit in, in inheritance either because he didn't. Yeah, no, I guess he wouldn't accept anything he didn't earn. I'm like, that's. I, I get the, I, I get the pre. I, I, again, I get it if it's like a if someone is treating like a charity, I I would probably turn. I most likely I would turn it. No, I would turn it down. If like a rich guy just came over and was like, hey, I feel bad for you, kid. Here's a hundred dollars. Like, you know, yeah, if I'm broke, I'm taking it. Don't get me. There's a there's a level where I'm where my pride has to take the back seat. But like if I'm if I'm not like struggling to eat, I'm going to turn it down. because I'm like, I don't need you. I don't, I'm proud. But winning the lottery or getting an inheritance, that's not charity. That's a little bit different. <laughs> I had to think back. I'm like, a rich guy came and gave me $100, but I'd take it in a second. I'd, I'd be at that bus stop every day hoping he comes back again. I got a different outfit. <laughs> different outfit and the accent. <laughs> That's like, last door, I promise. That's like when, so I, I went through this, this, uh, this, this struggle phase when I was learning how to trade, right? So out of college, broke, horrible at trading, all this fun stuff. So times were, times were tough. Actually, this is when I was, I, I had quit my jobs and we were, I, I stupidly focused all on trading. So, right, times were hard. This was the I was, uh, cheese sandwiches, ramen, um, peanut butter and jelly. That, that was the, the breakfast, lunch and dinner. And you know what I would start doing? Don't, 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 don't judge too hard, right? So I'd go to the mall, right? I'd go to the, um, 
the the, uh, the food court in the mall. And we got a bunch of stores out there, right? And, and the stores always give out the free samples, yeah. So I'd go through, I'd go to the mall and I'd, I'd bring, I'd bring a couple outfits, right? I'd go through the first time. You can probably hit about four or five samples. They had the the burger place. There was two Chinese food places, and I think there was like a a pretzel place, like maybe four or five places. So I'd go through. I'd get my free samples, right? I'd then go exit the mall, change clothes, right? Put like a hat on or take a hat off, and then go back through and get like four or five more samples. And I was I was full. I was full. And and the key was you got to do it during the busy period because they don't, you know, the, during the unbusy periods, they want to talk to you and be like, this is the new garlic, honey, chicken, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, and they, they can look in your eyes and be like, you look familiar. The busy period, there's so many people rushing around. Just, there's a, you know, you can just sneak in, grab a little toothpick, get a hand in there and then keep it moving. And that was lunch, man. I'm not, <laughs> that was lunch during those struggle days, man. That was that was lunch. We never got caught neither. I think a couple times they was like, hey, have I seen you before? But yeah, that was, yeah. Those are, I can't wait to teach my kid that. Those are valuable times in life. It's not stealing if it's free, right? Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's no limit. And they didn't say one per customer. If they, you know, if, if they did, I, I didn't read it. Anyway. So I like pound uh, CPI and retail sales are coming out right now. Um, I like pound Aussie. Again, range bar charts, a good chart to look at. Here's our line in the sand for the fresh break. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Do me a favor. Um, let's keep that story about the, the food court between me and you. No need for my kids or my wife to hear about that. But also make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. Join the community, network with them, sponge off them and use them to help you in your trading journey so that you can become a consistently profitable trader and be put in the position where you're actually trying to become successful and you have goals that you're reaching for instead of someone that is sabotaging themselves. All right, www.tier1trading.com and I'll see you guys in a few days with the next episode.